0: never gonna give up on anything God told me to do let me tell you why because my name is Christian and I'm gonna live up to what that means
1: You're listening to Treasure Truth with pastor and author James Ford Jr., senior pastor of Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller and glad you're with us as we continue to look at the life of Abraham. But what a great reminder from Pastor Ford just a moment ago that if we consider ourselves followers of Jesus, if we call ourselves Christians, we are to live in a way that really points people around us to Christ. Fair or not? The world has an expectation of what a Christian is to be. Some may have it right, some may have it wrong, but hopefully we live our lives in such a way that they may see a difference in how we live and we're able to point them to the person and the work of Jesus. And sometimes what he's called us to do is to step out in faith, to cling to the promises that that he's given to us. And in today's message, Pastor Ford uh, is talking about how he really felt the Lord calling him to make a bold request, to ask for some property from the Amico company, property that ultimately would become a woman's center. But there were some challenges along the way. So as we begin today's broadcast, we're continuing the story of how Christ Bible Church received this property from Amico. Here's Pastor Ford.
0: Because some believers had done it well the first time, they were willing to trust some believers they didn't know the second time. You don't ever know what you're setting somebody up for by living the way you ought to be living. So then she says, Pastor, it's yours right now, but it's going to take about a year for all of the paperwork to be finalized. I went back to the next meeting. I said, brothers, guess what? It's ours. They gave it to us. They said, Did you sign anything? I said, No, but it's been promised. They said, Listen, Pastor, if it's not on the line, on the dotted line, you might as well forget it. I said, It's going to take a year for us to get it, but it's ours. Now, let me tell you what I did. I walked and acted like it was already ours. I already put in place, in motion, getting it rehabbed. So I called the conference. I said, In a year, we are going to get a property. It's going to take about $250,000 just to rehab because it was burned out. Do we have any way you can help us? Because we can't do it. He said, you know what? Why don't you ask some of the sister churches with craftsmen uh, to to donate time? So I called Elam. I said, you got any craftsmen over there? And they said, yes, we do. I said, "Uh, could you, pastor, talk to them about helping us over here in the inner city? Could 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 you just ask some of them suburban guys that own their businesses that come help us out? Guess what? Nine men, a year before we ever owned it, put their vacation, electricians and carpenters and whatever you call the people to do the drywall, nine of them in advance put in their vacations so they can come for two weeks in the summer when we got it, what we didn't have. I walked in it like it was mine. It was in sight, but it wasn't in hand. Guess what? One year to the day, I signed on the dotted line. One year to the day. Half a million dollar property is probably worth 50000 now. A year to the day. Now, here's the rest of the story. This is part y'all don't know. About two years later, no, probably about a year later, a year or two later, I get a notice from the city of Chicago. $95,000 tax bill made out to then we were South Shore Baptist Church. And it came a Monday. I opened it on Tuesday, and the deacon meeting was that night. I felt like Daniel must have felt walking in the lion's den. <laughs> lions and tigers and bears, oh my. I said, brothers, I got some bad news. We, we, we got a $95,000 back tax bill in our name. Now, you need to know that God had set some other things up. Our attorney, he did the work, about $100,000 worth of work pro bono for the signing of the papers and all that, EPA, everything. It was a lot of time. He did it pro bono. You know know what the brothers said to me? They said, you know what? You know them full of faith brothers? They said, see, you done got us messed up. You done walked out here, got a lawyer that was free, And now we owe $95,000 because you messed up. I said, hold up. Wait a minute. Yes, he missed this. But he did $100,000 worth of work, so we still $5,000 to the good. I said, plus, this thing is going to work out, man. God God is testing us. Yeah, right, right. So whenever you share it, You're going to share this, right? In other words, don't get us in this, because this is you. And so I was really disappointed. I went home, and I I actually cried. My wife said, what you crying about? I said, you don't want to know, because I don't even want to tell you. Just pray with me. And I'm so glad I got a wife like that. She just prayed with me. I called the attorney next day. He said, what are you sweating about? That's for it. Why are you tripping? He said that to me. I said, man, $95,000 now, everybody looking at me like, you know, I swallowed the cat or something, you know, it's like nobody wants to trust me with vision and all, you know. He said, you didn't read the contract, did you? Now, I just said, how you know whether I read the contract or not? (laughs) He said to me, I know you didn't read the contract. He said, get the contract. So I got the contract. You know, that's, that's the covenant between us and Amico. So I got the contract. And uh, he said, turn to page 115, because this thing had about 200 pages. That's why I, ain't, I wouldn't read that. Man, you, I'm going to read something with all these words I don't even understand. You know, when I can get in the Bible and get my Hebrew and Greek. 200 pages, man, you know how much that is, Hebrew and Greek. So anyway, so I turned to 115. I got to paraphrase because I can't say all that legal jargon, but I did understand what it said. It said this, it said in a nutshell, it said you cannot sell this property for 20 years because they want to make sure that it's used for a non-for-profit for 20 years. And anything that happens where you, you receive any kind of penalty for anything that took place before you got it, Amoco picks up the bill nationally, state, City local. I said, wow, man, and and here it is. I went back and I said, don't worry about it. Everything's all right. Sent the bill to Amoco. Sure enough, they paid it. Sent us the receipt. Any more problems, just let us know. Now, what was the problem? I had a promise, but I hadn't read the contract. That, that there was something covered in the contract that I was experiencing as an adverse circumstance that brought me a lot of trauma and a lot of drama that I wouldn't have had had I only read the contract. If I only read the contract. See, if I only read the contract, then I would know that when I'm sick, he's Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals me. If only I read the contract, I would know that he's Jehovah Shalom, the God who caused my heart not to be troubled. If I only would have read the contract, I would know he's Jehovah Jireh, El Shaddai. I would have known who he is if I would have only read the contract. And Abraham read the contract. So that everything he went through, this land is my land because God has promised it to me. And I'm going to hold on to the promise. And that's why it has in there Isaac and Jacob, because he passed it down to his progeny. He passed it down to those. he said, now listen, we're strangers here. And listen, let me tell you this real quick. What's he talking about? Sojourner stranger. It is this. Here's what he understood. You know what the church is right here. Let me tell you who we are. We're the people of God who come in from the world. This world is not our own. Why do we gather together like this? Because we are like U.S. ambassadors, pilgrims and strangers. And what is the church? It's heaven's ambassador building on earth. We come together and we're on protected territory. All the angels of heaven are watching out on this place. Yeah, because his people have come, and it's a place of refuge for us because we get in trouble in the world, and we come together for refuge in this place where ain't no devil in hell going to break up in here, not as long as the praise is high. Not as long as we're loving Jesus and thanking him and giving him a hallelujah and a praise the Lord and we bless your name because the devil doesn't like God being praised. He'll always leave when the praise is high. You say, what's going on? Yeah, that's it.
1: We're going to pause the message right there, but we'll continue in just a moment. We're in a message entitled Waiting by Faith, Looking at the Life, the Story of Abraham. And uh, Pastor Ford's going to continue to unpack this for us in just one moment. want to let you know, if you ever miss a program, you can listen online. Come to our website, treasuretruthradio.org. You can simply listen through your computer. You can download an MP3 or even order a copy on CD. Again, our website, treasuretruthradio.org. Again, here's Pastor Ford.
0: Now, let me say it. I told you I was going to say it. You got to read your contract. You want to know why? Because God does not open his secrets to a Christian with a closed Bible. That's why. That's why. And so you ought to read your contract. You want to know why? You ought to read your contract because Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8 says, the grass withers and the flower fades, uh, but the promise that God gave us, it endures forever. His word endures forever. You ought to read it uh, because Isaiah fifty-five eleven says, so shall the word be that goeth forth from my mouth. It will always accomplish that which I set for it to do. It will never return unto me. Boy, well, you ought to read it because it tells us that the word of God, Hebrews 4, 12, and 13, is Quick and powerful and sharper than any two edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and joints and marrow, and is the discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. That neither is there any creature that is hid from him, for all things are open and manifest to him with whom we have to do. Because John 17, 17 says, Sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. You ought to read it because Psalm 119, 9 through 11 says, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? by taking heed thereto according to thy truth, thy word is true. With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh no, oh let me not wander from thy command. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. You ought to read it because the contract stick in John 15, 3. Now you are clean through the word that I've spoken unto you. If you're dirty, get some word because sin can't hide from the intensified tithe of the word of God. Romans 10, 17. You ought to read the contract because it says so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God you ought to hear it why because the Bible says the word is nigh thee even in thy mouth in thy heart that is the word which we preach that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved you ought to read the contract because the contract says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God yeah and the word became flesh John 1 14 and we beheld his glory as of the only begotten full of grace and truth listen so then he says then you need to understand uh, that God has given you this promise and he lived with his promise as a pilgrim. But then notice there's Isaac and Jacob. Say, what's that all about? It's about the passing of the baton of faith. What did he do? Uh, see, see, I like to play dominoes. I call myself a dominologist. And the uh, thing about it is, you know, uh, at, when, at the domino table, uh, there's a transformation that takes place. I, I become a transformer. I'm no longer Pastor Ford. I'm no longer James Ford. I am ruthless. Now, that's the name that my domino partners gave me because that's the way I play. If I'm teaching you how to play, you're never going to win because I don't play that. I always play to win. So I I, I play my my grandson. He calls himself a little calculator. I taught him how to play. You know, I'm already beating, you know, it's four of us. I'm already the best one on -on one-on-one. I tell everybody, you know, my my son Jay, uh, he calls himself the bone crusher. And when he plays with me, he's the bone washer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no brag, just fact. It's a sorry dog won't wag his own tail. So I taught my grandson. And so my grandson won a game. He was in third heaven. He won a game from his papaw. And so we're playing. And so I told him, I said, now, I want to show you strategy. So what I'm going to do is play with my bones up. So I played with the bones up. He could see what I was going to play. And I still whooped him. Then he whooped me a second time. He was like, oh. I said, yeah, you, you, you know you did it. You know why he was so happy? Because he knew that he beat me. He knew it. Yeah, he knew it. Because even when he was learning, I whooped him like he stole something. That's right. You want to learn? Better go find somebody else. You don't want to learn from me. But anyway, so here's what happened. So, so we're over the house, and we're playing. It's three games to two. I said, man, you know this is the close. You're playing better than your daddy now. Let's call him. Let him know. So he calls his daddy. I beat Papa two games, two games out of five. And so his dad has never done that yet. And so he said, oh, okay, and hang up the phone. <laughs> so then I said to little Jay, I said, I said, little Jay, it's three to five. I only have time to play one more. I got to get back over to church. Counsel somebody. Tell them about the love of God. (laughs) I said, I got time for one more game, but here it is. If you lose, then it's going to be four to two, which means I'm twice as good as you are. But if you win, you get to tie me something your daddy has never done. What do you want to do? And this is what he said. He said, my last name is Ford, and we don't ever give up, even if the opposition is just a little better than we are. A little better. And we played, and he lost. (laughs) And he said to me as I was going out the door, I'll see you when you get back. Now, now, why did I share that? Because I thought and I tried to instill it in them. I try to instill it in them. I don't care how far down you go, you can always come back. We don't quit. He's getting ready to go on a date. I said, don't forget your name is. He said, don't tell me. I'm tired. I know my name is for it. I know who I am. Do you know what? And I'm getting ready to let you get out of here. I know you ain't gonna believe. It. I ain't even gonna deal with the last point. The last point is really good too, because it's how he looked. How he looked. And then it qualifies it too. It says he looked for a city. Listen, listen to the qualifications of, 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 of when you're looking. And, and the word literally, you wouldn't believe this word. It's ekdekomai. Dekomai is how you receive something. So remember I taught that? If you take this Bible, lambano, he just took it. But if he put a smile on his face and he said, ha, ah, ah. how he received it. Ekdekomai, the word looking literally means to be anticipating something with such joy because you know it's coming. So then, here's what it says. You want something that has its foundation and its formation and its fixation all on God. But I got to close because I'm going to tell you something. If you've been here, you know i made a lot of mistakes. Well, praise the Lord. Ain't nobody said amen. That's made a lot of mistakes. And 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 had you, I'm I'm had you out in the waters so many times just believing God for stuff. But see, here's what I know. Here's why I do it. Because I believe the promises in this book that they're yea and amen in Jesus Christ. And I have an indomitable spirit. Go ahead, say indomitable okay, look it up, an indomitable spirit that I'm never going to give up on anything God told me to do. Let me tell you why. Because my name is Christian. And I'm going to live up to what that means. That I don't care if I don't know where I'm going. I don't care if I, as a matter of fact, let me just close. You know, who knows my testimony about coming here? Oh, y'all, y'all should know that. I gave it so many times. Some of you don't. Let me tell you as I close. Guess what my wife's aunt used to call me before she died and went home with the Lord? Abraham. Hey, Abraham. Hey, you want to know why? Because when we left to come to Chicago 28 years ago, I came on a promise. Three words from the Gospel of John chapter 10. He goeth before. One of the ladies that was one of the powerhouses at our church, she knew more than the pastor. She knew more than any elder in our church. She was a woman of the word. You wouldn't believe it. And some of you say she went too far. She'd get up every morning and ask God uh, what kind of dress, what color of dress, what co- she She did stuff like that. And I used to think this woman's crazy. Uh, Until it was time for us to follow God by faith. And we came here, didn't know where we were going to live, didn't have a job, had no friends, no family. My wife had only been out of the state of Pennsylvania one time for one week in Florida at a missions conference. Never been apart from her family. And we packed up the bags and we came up here to Chicago on the promise he goes before, and I'm gonna close before I start crying because when I look how we came, when we came in that old cab and we lived in that broken down old house, and we, I didn't have two suits. I didn't, because I, I didn't get saved. I wasn't a church boy, so I ain't had no suits. And, 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 and the first suit I ever had was bought to me by a Baptist church. And, uh, and, and didn't have anything. And I look back. And me and my wife was just doing it. in our devotions on Friday, I said, look where he brought us from. Look where he brought us. Look what he's done. Look what he's done. And on three words. He goeth before, and guess what? It's been 28 years, but you you better believe. I'm still going forward in the name of the Lord, and it's only three words. The same three words that brought me here is the same three words that kept me here, and the same three words that kept me here are the same three words that are going to carry me on. And whenever he takes over as the pastor of this church, my last sermon is going to be, He goeth before. Now, what has he called you to? All I got to say is obey. Obey.
1: So I got a question. Are you at a moment of decision today? Well, you can trust God with your future, and he will be with you every step of the way. You're listening to Treasured Truth and the conclusion of a message on Abraham called Waiting by Faith. And you're going to find this at our website when you go to treasuredtruthradio.org. Well, we're studying Bible characters who are recognized for their faith and really getting into the meaning of God's Word. But there's still so much more to uncover that we can't get into in just this half hour on the radio. So we want to equip you to study further on your own. So here's the deal. We've worked out a creative arrangement with Moody Publishers that gives you access to their entire archive at a 50% discount. And this includes commentaries, not just on Genesis, but the entire Bible. And this offer is available when you become a monthly partner by auto gift at a level of $30 or more. You can call 1-888-644-7660 or go online to treasuredtruthradio.org. And you know, it's not just commentaries for Moody. You're going to find something for the entire family. Christian fiction books that'll keep your teenagers engaged. DVDs like Bible Adventures and the Bug Safari for Kids and, of course, Christian living books for all ages. You can become a monthly partner and start benefiting from your 50% discount when you call 888-644-7660 or, again, our website is treasuredtruthradio.org. And if you already support this ministry as a monthly partner, we want to say thanks and just want you to know that your monthly gifts are making a difference. Well, I'm Steve Hiller. Our producer is Amy Rios, and I hope you'll join us tomorrow as Pastor Ford begins a new message on Sarah, right here on Treasure Truth, a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.